0: SX Sports Show 922. Today's episode is brought to you, as always, by Jackoff Outfitters, the number one spot to get any hunting gear this fall, as well, what, is the name not, uh, if they updated their name? J.O. Just J.O., okay. Well, what's the J.O. stand for?
1: Jerky Outdoorsman.
0: Jerky Outdoorsman? Yeah. Okay. So Jerky Outdoors and check out their website and all that stuff for all the fall gear you need. Also check out Scrambled Legs Pod. Uh, They're dropping pods left and right, dropping content left and right. If you're a runner, if you like cross country, if you like track, it's definitely the show for you. It's definitely one of a kind. I I haven't seen any other track or cross country podcast out there. So it's definitely unique. Uh, And also... If you're looking for some place to enjoy your weekends, maybe listen to the Fast X, watch the Fast X sports show on the big screen, maybe one day. Uh, that is Rivals House and Grill right there on the corner. Of M21 in Corona. They are a very special sponsor of Fast X sports. So make sure to check them out as well. But all right, right off the rip. U.S. Open. Um, Bryson DeChambeau, El- absolute electric factory comes out with the W. This guy is everything that's right about golf. He's a nerd. He's quirky. He somehow built himself into like a super nerd, where he's super strong and can bomb the ball. He's everything I love about golf. He bombs the ball. He's super quirky about all the stuff. He's all if, for those who don't know. All of his clubs are the same length. All his uh, he's like analyzes uses like a, a protractor a pro to like analyze the green and is super super duper um, like analytical about golf. And a lot of people hate him. He's very he's very polarizing. Yo-yo. So that's what makes me wonder, which side are you on? As more of a casual golf fan, are you a Bryson fan, or do you hate his guts?
1: I mean, he's a tool bag. He's an absolute, <laughs> absolute tool bag. dude. I mean, what do you mean? Like, no guy walks should be walking around playing golf like that that's swollen to the max, uh, doing pro track. Like, get out of here with that. It's all, it's all fool's gold, man.
0: How it's is fool's it fool's gold? gold? He's won by six strokes, absolutely dominated wing yeah, that's foot on a day I mean, where no one else went under par. He went three under.
1: I get that, but he – the way he acted when he won it is something like Tiger would have never done or like Phil Mickelson would have never done. Like he like loves like floating his own boat, man. I feel like when he like gets up in the morning, first thing he likes doing is like going to like look himself in the mirror. Like, that's
0: the type of guy he is. He, loves, he just loves his own reflection more than, like, anybody else. <laughs> dude, that's not him. I mean, he is definitely – I love like it when – okay, listen to this. Interview right after he wins the U.S. Open, I love this response. from. This is why I love this guy. I fucking love this guy. Somebody asked him, hey, did you have nerves on the first tee? <laughs> yes. This is an all-time <laughs> response. This is an all-time <laughs> response. He goes, yeah, but you wouldn't understand. Like, like it's like he's like a super he's like and I, this is what they were talking about at foreplay it's like he's a superhero like you can't <laughs> you can't feel emotions like him he's he's by himself like in his own world you don't feel nerves you don't feel any pressure you never have felt that in your entire life you just could not possibly relate to this guy he's so much better than you he's so much better. that's why i love him Just something about him is just it's incredible
1: That's awful, dude. I mean, congrats, I guess, for winning by six strokes. uh, I was, like, looking at this course. Like, it's like switchgrass. Like, the rough is like switchgrass. Wingfoot.
0: Well, think about this. Okay, so Harrison, uh, let me get his name right because he's kind of just bursted on the scene. Harrison or or Harrison English. The dude was, like, two back from the lead. Hole one. Stripes a drive. It goes in the rough maybe, like, a foot or two. Lost ball. Has to go and hit three off the tee. If they couldn't find it. So, <laughs> Can you imagine doing that? Like, you're getting psyched up I for it
1: like, I was like, you know, like, the casual golf fan, like, scrolling through Twitter during it, and apparently it was supposed to be a lot
0: harder than... So, it, here's it, what it happened. happened. <laughs> they watered the shit out of these greens and everything, and no one really knows why. Everyone's kind of wondering why they did it, but if, if you remember, day one, Thursday, 20 guys went under par. Uh, yeah, Sunday, yeah. one guy. Sunday, one guy went under par. Like, it was just a totally different course from Thursday to Sunday. I'm not sure why they did that. They they were saying – you can see why they thought the winner could be eight over a lot of the members. But I just wonder why they just doused those greens where the guys are just playing target golf on, on Thursday. And it kind of sw- – it's sw- like uh, made the scores like not realistic to what they actually should have been. Like, like Deshambo should have probably won at even par, not three under.
1: Yeah, okay. That makes sense. But like, I just can't believe you like this guy, man. This Dude. guy like – He's snapping clubs. He's throwing his clubs. Like, this dude's like, he's on Roy, Roy range, like, big
0: who, time. If you're a golf fan, who would you rather watch? Lee Westwood? Just vanilla? Hideki uh, Matsuyama? Luke Glover? Like, who do you want to watch? Webb Simpson? Or do you want to watch this guy who holds the this putter? Guy. This guy
1: makes you want to, like, turn it off, man. I'm sorry. Like, I like it. Cool He's good. But the part that makes golf cool, I think, in my head, is it's the humbleness of it. Like, oh, I won. Okay. It's like. Tiger wasn't that way at all. (laughs) I'd get too high and let your lows get too low and just stay right here. So, like, he doesn't do that. He does not do that, and that's not a professional golfer, in my opinion.
0: He's himself. Whether you like it or not, he's 100% himself. And how can you not appreciate the hard work he put in? As somebody, you know, both of us trying to get our bodies, you know, back in good shape, this guy did it. 30 pounds of muscle, one year. Think about that. And think about the, the risk that he took doing that. This guy was a good goal like he's won seven turn he's won seven tournaments. It's not like he was some schmo scrub that needed a like needed a change. He was making big time cash on the tour. And he completely revamped his swing, revamped his body, and that could've easily fucked him. But he ended up coming out way better.
1: It's almost like he came out of like a uh, he's almost like a Chris Evans, uh, Captain America. Like came out of like a pill bottle. And, like, all of a sudden, like, he's just swole. So, I... I,
0: like, I will say, people, dude, he's kind of like, fat. Know, people like, act like he's, like, like...
1: pop out of nowhere.
0: People act like he's, like, the perfectly, like, sculpted human, but he's kind of fat. Like, he's not, like... I'm not saying he's fat. He's definitely... Uh, like, I would trade my body for his in a second, but people act like he's, like, a Greek god, and he's not at all.
1: This is the same guy, right, that, um... Right, hold on, uh, before I do that, this is, this is, this is like during a like, uh, ridiculous diet. Four eggs, five pieces of bacon, toast, two to three protein shakes. That's for breakfast. Continuing, during play, protein bars, PB&J, three protein shakes. Dude, this dude's got to have a million kidney stones. Dinner, steak, potatoes, two protein shakes. Holy shit. Dude, like, huh? How is he not dead?
0: Uh, it's crazy, and here's the thing that's hilarious about it to me is the fact that this guy is well, the same guy who wanted a drop. If you remember, he was the fire ant debate where he had fire ants like near his ball, and he wanted a free drop. He's he's a little bit nerdy, and he's a little. I can see why you hate him, yeah. but I just love this guy. He just he's cramming it up, guys like your ass who shit-talked, no. shit-talked shit talk the shit. I remember you talking about this guy like a month ago when the very first PGA event happened this year. You, were, you and your dad were watching it, and you were saying how much you hated this guy, how he's not what your t- prototypical golfer looks like, and he's just grabbing yo-yo and cramming it right up your ass and saying, no. look at me, I'm a millionaire, I'm making millions on this tournament, I'm a champion, I'm sleeping with the trophy, I'm eating pizza, I'm loving life while you're at home shitting on me and watching Parks and Rec. That's what he's
1: saying. Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, He's not my favorite guy. Simple as that. I'm not going to like – you're not going to like change my mind about this. Like if he – he's just not my favorite type of human. People that like that, people that are like that, uh, all they do all day long is look – oh, look at me. I'm going to look at my biceps when I'm walking. That type of guy. No. That I'm not a fan of that type of person. So get out of my face for that. I'm done so with
0: you don't like people that are in good shape.
1: Don't like people that are uh, in good shape that um, think they're in better shape. If you know if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, you know exactly. what I, mean. <laughs> I remember. I remember, and I still look back on this as like the ultimate, like probably biggest douchebag thing I ever said in my life. When I was in high school, I remember when I like was going really hard at like P90x and shit like that. Yeah. I remember I was in yearbook class, and there was like debates on like if there was a most macho this year or something like that. I was like, "Yeah, is there a most macho?" Like, I think I got like a good shot at winning that. And it was one of the things. As soon as I said it, I was like, "Why the fuck did I just say that?" I can't believe I just said that. I felt like it, it's something I do, it, and it's crazy. It's something. It was such a throwaway comment, but it's something I think about probably once a week like what what was I doing why did I say that well that
1: reminds me of it you seen like the little like uh, Indian dude uh, that or, uh, he's like Mediterranean and they're sitting at a table and he's like yeah it did, didn't ask me if to polish my shoes He, like, looks around
0: no I haven't I haven't seen that
1: well like that's one of those moments like what you just said like you think about it all the time That's one of them as well. Did anybody, like, say anything? Like,
0: uh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was sort of like that. It was basically everyone, like, kind of darted eyes left and right, and I realized, like, how dumb it was. All right, my closing thoughts on the PGA basically is this, or the U.S. Open, excuse me. The course ended up showing its teeth, as they like to say over there at Wingfoot. I would have liked to have seen it Thursday. It definitely made me look like a bit of an idiot coming out hot on Thursday saying that this was a complete farce. Uh, but Bryson to Shambo, I can't wait to see what this guy does do Augusta. Augusta, of course, without any rough. And it's funny, it's interesting to think think about this on a it, on a course. They made Wingfoot made the fairways more narrow, and in a way that made less accurate guys better off because no one could hit these fairways because they were so short and they were so sloped and shit that Bryson DeChambeau literally just said, I'm going to take my driver. I'm just going to hit it as far as I fucking can every time and go on the rough because no one's hitting these fairways anyway. So I might as well. So I just thought that was kind of funny how it's almost the inverse of if you think it's going to – you think that narrow fairways would would help more accurate guys, it's actually the opposite. So just kind of something that was kind of cool. Thinking.
1: You know, like what, they, like, what they designed, like, to make hard, He just, like, flew right past it?
0: He, he quote-unquote said he was too powerful for the golf course. He overpowered dude, that,
1: it. Yeah, example B. <laughs> well, dude,
0: um, he won by six. Oh, Think oh, about God. it. Oh, my he won by you six.
1: Me that. that makes me hate him even more, dude. Are you kidding me? This dude thinks he's like, I'm top, top of the world. Guess what? you golf. End of <laughs> the story. You're golf. God, dude. Yeah, like he's like LeBron James. Nowhere close, dude. He's nowhere close. <laughs> cool, <laughs> dude. He won the U.S. Open. Who gives a shit? I don't know. Like a tenth of the population. Holy shit! That's dude. quite a lot of fucking
0: people. That's quite a lot. A tenth of the population. It's like a, it's like million. It's almost a billion people.
1: I'm hot shit. I'm brushing Shambo man. Wow, I can't <laughs> believe that guy. I can't wait to see, dude. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna rip Augusta's
0: ass. He's gonna rip Augusta's ass, dude. Which he, truly, you, get, you,
1: get, you get. He has his little minions like you and Klaus. that just like <laughs> suck this dude off because you love him so much. And dude, guess what? Back to reality.
0: Back to earth. This dude sucks. This dude's an asshole. Get him out of here. Simple as that. Dude, he's going to keep fucking cramming it right up your ass, dude. And I'm loving that. All right. But I don't even want to be like known as like a DeChambeau hater because
1: like, I don't care.
0: That's the thing. Know? No, <laughs> no, you are. You are a DeChambeau hater. That's the thing. You're beefing with this guy. He doesn't even know who the fuck you are. He doesn't even care about you. You're just a fucking ant, dude. And I
1: found out who he was like three weeks ago. So sort of, like, sort of like everybody else in the world when he won the U.S. Open.
0: No one, Do you not like him because he makes you feel fat, or what is it? Oh no, because you, you actually said it yourself. He is fat. <laughs> all right. Uh speaking of Yo Yo's heartbreak, uh, the Eagles, man, let's just let's just throw it out there, right? Let's get this over with. Uh they're 0 two. We all know the stats about how unlikely it is to make the playoffs when you start off 0 2. 16 percent So what what's the plan going forward here? I mean, you guys look absolutely horrendous. You lost to Dwayne Haskins and the Redskins. Uh, you just got absolutely bolt-raced this past week by the Rams. I, where do you go from here?
1: So let's just start
0: by saying I knew,
1: and I even said it on the podcast, on our pickums. I knew they were going to get ran over. I told you that. I knew it was going to happen. And for them to, like, I mean, there was still, like, a good amount of me in my brain. that was like, I, okay, they could possibly win this game. But all of that just went right out the window when I looked it up at the score in the middle of the first half and it was 10-0. Like these guys, man, maybe let's blow up the core. This Wes. this core this core won the Super Bowl. Okay. Yep. They have the same players as they did, minus a couple guys here, a couple guys there when it comes like linebackers and defensive wise. But they're all going – this is the part that gets me. This is the part that aggravates me the most about what the Eagles like front office is saying. We're building for the future is what they're saying. We are – sure, we're not winning now. But we're building for the future. How? Name three guys. There are three guys, young guys. literally. Okay, literally, besides quarterback because when – who the hell knows what's going on there? Um, besides that, you have Miles Sanders who gets hurt quite a bit. You have Jalen Rager, Rager Bob. He's good for 50 yards a game.
0: One catch a game, fifty yards. One
1: catch, fifty yards a game. And you have uh, okay, another one, JJ Arthega Whiteside. Uh, this guy's guy sucks. Horrible. He was drafted. He was drafted before DK Metcalf. Um, could have DK Metcalf. Instead, they have JJ Arthega Whiteside.
0: <laughs> Long- Stop T. saying Arthega. Call him Arthega Whiteside. Don't don't give him the the proper pronunciation.
1: I'm gonna call him wrong side, JJ wrong side, not Whiteside, wrong side. Um. Derek Barnett, who has more penalty yards this year than he does um, tackles. So, like, all these young guys that they're building their team around suck. (laughs) I hate to say it,
0: man. I hate to say it.
1: They have a lot to to learn. And uh, listen to this gauntlet coming up. Uh, After this week, so this week at uh, 1 o'clock, they play the Bengals. So that one, that's that's like a win or die situation here. Um, if they'll beat the Bengals, if it's a close game, they're going to get their ass smacked the next three games. The Niners, the Steelers, the Ravens. Even
0: if you guys beat the freaking Bengals, you're still going to start off 1-5. and five. One and 1-2-4 and four at the best.
1: Yeah, I mean, but come on, give me the hope of, you know, getting no, a game. No, yeah, no, 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 no,
0: no. Problem, problem's not number not one, two. And problem, not problem?
1: Not done there. All right. Jalen Hurts activated at the beginning of the game. Oh, he's going to play quarterback. I'm kind of excited. They put him on a out. Why? What was the point of that? You think he's faster than, like, Deshaun or Rager? <laughs> dude, like, you literally... Like you're literally I
0: like love, you're dude. Smart. I love when coaches do that. They think they're so fucking smart. Remember when Michigan used to put McCaffrey in at wideout? Like, oh, the defense, holy shit, McCaffrey's in.
1: That's the dumbest shit <laughs> ever.
0: Watch <laughs> out for the double pass.
1: No, no, this is the part that gets me, though. McCaffrey was always like activated on the roster. They activated Hertz to play like four snaps at wideout. Like what? God, that guy uh, pretty pretty surreal. Um, they imagine
0: being uh, Aqib Talib uh, and seeing Jalen Hurts line up across from you and think, "Holy shit! I we did not fucking game plan for this. We're in trouble here, boys." jalen four jalen 46540 Hertz he's looking
1: at his chops <laughs>
0: <laughs> like so what did they do when he was in it was he
1: like it's it's your classic like i don't even know like Jalen hurts like that might have just like cursed him right then and there
0: yeah let's put him at, let's that's put him like Lamar jackson out. where he was like i'm never gonna play wide out i'm not a wide out i'm not playing wide out now, J- Jalen Hurts probably said the same thing, and then he gets he gets to the Eagles, and you guys are so far up Carson Wentz's ass that you won't sub his ass out for su- at least some jolt of energy to this franchise, which you Here's desperately the, need.
1: These last two games were the worst games he's ever played. I know, last week I said this was the worst game he's ever played in Philadelphia. Now I'm saying this is the, the worst two games he's ever played in Philadelphia. What's next? Next week, three games?
0: It's time to get him out. It's time so, to move on. Hey, I'd say it. We're going to look back on his MVP season as like, why the fuck did he win MVP? That's what I'm telling you. I'd say it. I know he's your guy. I know you got a stupid audience of one shirt and all that crap, but it's time to to burn the boat on that one, man.
1: That is as well. Let's not mention. The trade, him,
0: trade him to fucking like Jacksonville or some shit. Let him, let him live out the rest of his career there.
1: Like a Blake Bortles?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Give him a year at like Jacksonville before he just ends up becoming a uh, backup the rest of his career. So
1: here, here's my biggest thing is you you have to get your shit figured out before November 1st. Here's my reason. The one team that I don't want to beat the Eagles every year, hate their guts. You're going to know who they are. Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys. <sighs> November 1st, prime time. They might get slaughtered by the Cowboys. And that is not what I want. It's not what I want. November 1st. If they can somehow figure out and get some people healthy back, I could give a shit less if they lose uh, five games in a row or six games in a row. Beat the damn Cowboys. Simple as that. Beat the Cowboys. Um, that's pretty much all I got on that. There really wasn't a whole lot. Aaron Donald was just, like, snacking it up, man. He had, like, he literally, like, he grabbed, I saw, like, a play. He grabbed, like, Miles Sanders, like, by, like, his, like, uh, almost like his jugular. Like, you're frightened. You're absolutely frightened, dude. Like, you know what? I'm glad that, I mean, the first two games you had Chase Young, you had Aaron Donald. Fangos have nobody. So, like, there's no reason they should not win that game. Holy shit. Joe Burrow comes out and absolutely rips the secondary. I can see that.
0: Knock knock on wood, I can see that. I'm sorry. All I could focus on was literally for about five seconds there, it sounded like you went underwater and then emerged back out of water when you knocked on your desk. I don't know. All right, but speaking of teams that suck, the the Detroit Lions, let's touch on them real quick. Uh, This is probably the last time we talk about them all year, but we might as well while they're still somewhat relevant. Started red hot, looking real good. You know, 14-3. And then Aaron Rodgers just absolutely rips him apart. I have so many damn complaints with this Lions team. First off, it's time to tank for Trevor. I love that this about our schedule. I love that we had two divisional opponents, right, week one, week two. We know exactly who we are. We realize that we are one of the worst teams in the league. We might as well tank for t- Trevor now. Give Stafford out. Trade his ass. I like Stafford, but it's time to trade him.
1: Quarterback play isn't your – it's not the reasoning.
0: No, I yeah. know. Stafford is the lone lone bright spotty. But even him, he dude, once or twice a game, he has some idiotic throw that fucks us hard. Think about it. Against the Bears, the only reason they took the lead is because he threw an interception. And they took over on like a 20-yard line. How about drafting a pussy of a running back? How about that? Yeah. And how about drafting Okuda? Number three. Number three <laughs> pick. <laughs> Listen, did, you hear, did you hear what Matt Patricia's master plan was for him? To play him every three series as a nickel corner. Did you see what number he was wearing? Number thirty. Thirty, dude. He's such a scrub. He's a bust already. um, I can already tell. Number thirty.
1: Shitty number for a
0: rookie (laughs) (laughs) corner. A corner. Number thirty. Is there even another number thirty corner in the league? No. That's so shitty. (laughs) Oh, oh,
1: dude. That just honestly, like, a number is like uh, make or break. Almost. It really is.
0: Think if he's number freaking two. Oh, dude, he's a stud. Hey, yeah. No, number three, yeah. number eight, number seven. Yeah, I thought he was gonna be number three. I know. That's give him a single digit or give him a twenties. Any number in the twenties, not thirties. Thirties is like a safety number.
1: Yeah. Um. Long story short, what do you think about this whole? I've been watching, listening to like this whole debate. How everyone's like, "Oh, get rid right of him! Fire him! Fire him! Fire him!" <laughs> yeah. And and uh, you guys fired Jim Caldwell I, when he had a ten times better record. Here's the thing. And then thing. Went, on, went on to uh, win some Super Bowls here and there. So, like, wh- like, why did? Why are you – Wait, wait, what? What did you just say? Jim Caldwell.
0: Yeah. You he, say he, he won some Super Bowls?
1: I'm pretty sure that he won one after the Lions.
0: Uh, No, he did not. not he has not, not, like not been back coach, in coaching. But like, as like an assistant I don't think he's even coaching. I don't think he's anywhere in the league right now. Oh,
1: he with the Colts, I thought. I'm pretty sure he hit the no, Colts.
0: No, he was with the Colts before he went to the Lions.
1: I swear to you. He's out of the league.
0: Here's the thing with Jim Caldwell. I was 100% in favor of keeping Jim Caldwell. Maybe
1: not. But, you know, anyway, go with your Jim Caldwell.
0: Give give me this debate, because, dude, like... I I was 100% in favor of keeping Jim Caldwell. That's a stone-gold fact. I did not want him gone. I knew that the Lions organization, nine wins for us, is like a Super Bowl. What the hell are we complaining about? Why are we, like, trying to get this guy out? Now we have Patricia, who in his entire tenure, has nine wins. He sucks, dude. We this guy is some sort of defensive expert. The defense sucks. Isn't that hilarious? How that works? This guy is a defensive guru. Defensive guru is what we were promised when he came to Detroit. The defense is the worst defense in the league. We we imagine imagine this game plan rolling into Green Bay. Imagine sit your Trey Flowers, who kind of sucks in his own right. Really isn't that good. Only twenty six career sacks. Not really sure why we like broke the bank to get get this guy in. Rule number one, if the Patriots don't want a guy, there's something wrong with them. Okay. Anyway, yeah. imagine building this game plan. And this is the we, – we blitz the least amount of anyone in the league. The least amount. Like, we have three and four-man pressures like 99% of the time. As crazy as that sounds, we never blitz. Imagine the game plan. You're sitting in the film room. Yo-yo, you're a, you're a cornerback. You're Jeff Okuda. And you're getting ready to go against Aaron Rodgers. And your plan is we are going to give him all fucking day in the pocket. And guys like Jeff Okuda are going to be reading his eyes and like <laughs> jumping, jumping passing lanes. Like, what are we talking about? Blitz his ass. And then you got Aaron Jones out here looking like freaking Bo Jackson running for 80 yard touchdowns. Are you kidding me? Aaron uh, Jones.
1: You want the stats? I got the stats. Bring him up. Uh, Aaron Jones, 168 yards on eight rushes. Average per carry, 9.3, two touchdowns. Dude, this guy was running like a pet on a helmet. He was. Dude, nothing, they could have done anything. Like, dude, long story short, um, Matt Matri- Matt Patricia is a guy that everyone had so much faith in. You included. No! Fuck no! Yeah,
0: you did. No, you know what was class? Did you hear last week what he said when they asked him? Um, yeah, uh, um, like, hey, yeah. What, do you do you have any problems with how you handle fourth quarters? And he said, no, I have the best play call in uh, in I football know. history. Yeah, dude, get the fuck out! And then you got Reggie Ragland. Like, this is what I mean. He doesn't know there's a problem. He he, he didn't put in any extra hours this week after week one. He went right back to the. They they keep doing the same thing. It's Here, it's insane. Uh, have you
1: noticed that he might be, like, stress-eating a little bit? He's gotten a lot. Dude,
0: he's <laughs> fucking huge. He's probably 400 pounds. If you had to guess, look, if you had look guess look let's look his up days, Matt weight.
1: Go look up, like, pictures of his days in New England, and then I'll look at him in, in Detroit. Uh, might, have, might have had too, a little too many um, American or Lafayette Coney dogs downtown Detroit.
0: Listen to this. Tell me, this is guy. This writer's an idiot for Sports Illustrated. First thing I uh, that pops up when you type in Matt Patricia, it says the headline's this: Matt Patricia, Belichick's rocket scientist. Huh? Imagine looking at Patricia and saying this guy's a rocket scientist. The dude has a pencil for a laminated play sheet. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. In 2004, when those, the Patriots were
1: two and two together. Uh, he has a pencil for a laminated play sheet. You're right. That's from Bomani
0: Jones. Yep. <laughs>
1: dumbass. Yeah. Hey, but guess what? Guess who's more of a dumbass? Every, all the Lions fans and say, "Oh, let's trade away or let's let's get rid of and fire a head coach that went eleven and five, seven and nine, nine and seven, nine and seven in a row." Okay. See ya.
0: That's it made no it. sense, dude. It made no sense the damn time. I still don't understand it. I still bitched about it at the time. Here's the thing with the Lions, dude. This franchise is so shitty from top to bottom. It's rotten. If if this was an apple, the Detroit Lions, it's a freaking. It, you take a bite out of it, and there's worms in your mouth. That's what this. That's what this franchise it is. Worms, it's soft, it's
1: like a soft. Yeah, cap. it's
0: black, and there's worms yeah. crawling around in your yeah. mouth. Yep. Yeah. Here's the thing, dude. But that's what's crazy about it is people act like, oh, like Bob Quinn. Let's keep him on board. He's he's a damn good uh, GM. Fuck. Who is he drafted? Jeff that's Okuda has bust written all over him. T.J. Hawkinson. Why did we draft the tight end this fucking high? Like, I get it. He seems to be, like, okay, but it's a tight end, dude. We don't really need him. We draft running backs like it's nothing. And just so that Adrian Peterson, again, was the lone bright spot in the backfield this week with one run. Like, they suck. It's We, we got a clean house. Clean house everyone out. Tra- and trade all these fuckers who we brought in under the Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia era. Trey Flowers. I, all these fuckers. I-
1: I'm about to make you so
0: pissed. Here's what's funny. Remember when we traded Darius Slay and he shit on Matt Patricia? Darius Slay was the last of our dying Jim Caldwell breed. Now, like, it's only a matter of time for – it's him and Stafford are, like, the last guys, really.
1: You're right.
0: Maybe – like, it's time – like, he's the last guy, Stafford. So once Uh, he's gone, it's 100% Patricia. 100%,
1: dude. 100%. So, uh, starting in 2010, I'm going to name the first-round draft picks of the Lions – Try not to blow a gasket here. I mean, you can do the same thing for Eagles, but somewhat they've been decent. Uh, this is adds a complete new thing to Detroit sports. Uh, 2010, and Dom suit So I worked out for a little bit, but he ends up like being a piece of shit. 2011,
0: Nick Fairley. <coughs> I forgot about that guy. Yeah, Dude, Remember Auburn stud, Auburn defensive tackle stud. Somehow we are the only team that could draft a defensive tackle out of Auburn, and he sucks.
1: Yep. That's almost Ebron, impossible. Th- this is about to get you very pissed. Uh, 2012, Riley Reif.
0: Offensive <laughs> <Huh>? lineman <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Uh, 2013, Ebron. Anza. Oh, Anza? Had a couple okay years, but definitely wasn't what he panned and out, what we Ebron thought he was going to be. ran
1: him off. Goes down. L in 2014. Eric Ebron, Likin Tomlinson, Taylor Decker, Gerard Davis, Frank Ragnow, TJ Agnes, and Jeff Okuda.
0: The yeah. only one I support is Gerard Davis. That's it.
1: Yeah, well, other than that, dude, Blanken uh, Tomlinson, is he even still there?
0: <laughs> I don't even know. I've never heard that name in my life.
1: He's a guard from Duke. They drafted a Duke guard in the first round. Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. That, that's a hell suck. Of, uh, yeah, dude.
0: That's- yeah, I mean, there's really nothing else. I mean, like I said, it's time to just clean the fucking house. There's really not else we can do. Uh, if we somehow or- beat the goddamn Cardinals next week, I'll be so damn pissed.
1: Dude, Kyler Murray is going to run like a horse on everybody, dude.
0: I saw a slowed down video of Kyler Murray like making a juke before running in the end zone is probably the coolest video I've seen. Who if you I did a blog last week. Uh, if you haven't if you haven't seen it, check it out on Fastax.blog. Who who do you, in your opinion, who are the coolest players in the NFL? Just right off the dome. I, I it was sparked because I was thinking of Cam Newton. Think of Cam Newton, like he's pretty freaking sweet when he rolls up in what in like I know his outfits are a little bit boisterous or whatever. But the fact that he can pull them off it just shows you how cool he is. Because there's like, if cool? I wore him, I'm an idiot. Like, cool,
1: such a basic word. What do you mean cool?
0: Like, if I if I'm gonna pull up the list real quick, I, like Elvin Kamara, grills, uh, oh, nose ring, okay. visor, okay. dreads, Got you. Got you. sleeves, so like sweet, say, uh, tattoo sleeves or turf trade sleeves. Say,
1: uh, um, right. I mean, right off the kick, like a, a, even a rookie that like is already like dressing pretty crazy and like. Just has, like, some swagger. Zeke. Zeke's another one. I didn't even think about Zeke. Zeke. Uh, Zeke's face mask
0: know. makes him uncool. He's like a lineman face mask. It's kind of cool. It's no, it's cool.
1: not cool. Olimar <laughs> uh, Jackson, Kyler Murray, Emma Holmes. Like, that's what I think of when I think of cool,
0: I guess. Think about Derrick Henry. Just a freaking horseback. Yeah. Back. yeah.
1: If, if we want to get into just uh, – you want to talk about running backs real quick – A guy, I tweeted about him last night, follow Yo-Yo. Josh Jacobs is going to be the face of this league in, like, three years. This dude was putting it on Josh game at all. I did, yes. He was putting his shoulder down and running through people. And I absolutely loved it. You could hear the pop on the TV, man. He he was absolutely running over people. And I was all about it. Actually, (laughs) all about it. Like, he – like. They were showing, like, clips, like, side-by-side. Side. Did you see this? Like, side-by-side side of him and, uh, like, Christian McCaffrey, like, going down the sideline. And they showed McCaffrey, like, juking out of bounds. And then, like, they showed, like, the rest of Josh Jacobs. And he, like, put his, like, pretty much speared the guy and just ran him over and kept going. Like, I absolutely <laughs> love him. He's, just, he's such a stunt, man. Dude,
0: so, running backs like that are the bane of my existence when you were, like, playing football in defense. Like, just jump out of bounds. Who are you? What are you proving by slamming your head into my chest and hurting us both? Like that's my age. Jump out of bounds. What are you doing?
1: You see the stats? Uh, he has already 300 more yards in, uh through the same amount of games as like Walter Payton and Herschel Walker. He has the or Bo Jackson. He has this, he has 300 more yards than all of them um, in 16 games through. So like this dude is gonna be if he keeps. Dude, I love the Ravens offense. We want to get into that. I love Just the, the
0: run, 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 run.
1: Round and pound, and when they need to throw it, throw it to the tight end and they win games. They beat the Saints with it. I it's the, the easiest, most simple thing in the world. And like um I forgot who was on the call last night, but um who's on the call Brian last
0: Greasy, night? Brian Greasy, uh Lewis Riddick.
1: Who's the color guy?
0: Uh Lewis Riddick, isn't
1: it? Yeah. I think so. And yeah. Brian Greasy no.
0: and Steve Levy.
1: Yeah, so either way, one of them was like, "This is like the what what um, Gruden said to the players is we want to take the air out of the ball. They want to deflate the ball in the running back's hand. I don't know. It was kind of a weird way, you know. Gruden's got those like weird metaphors, but like take the air out of the ball. Literally, like he is just running it until like uh, it's just crazy, um, absolutely crazy. But I I love footballs back. The I, team, um,
0: the guys I'm loving this year so far. I mean. Lamar Jackson hasn't taken a step back whatsoever. Kyler Murray is lightening up like we all knew he would. Um, Tom Brady seems to be back on track after uh, rough week one. And Drew Brees, what the hell is going on with Drew Brees? It seems like everyone's at Drew Brees' throat. He's just, he's well, sucking not, this year. Well,
1: you shouldn't have made that comment before. Uh, yeah. That's when
0: that was the downfall. It probably was. All right, real quick before we get to our draft, uh, which is the top five songs of the summer NBA Bubble. You uh, mentioned me before the pod that you have not watched the NBA since 2011. It's kind of a running joke. I don't know if I believe that. The NBA is unavoidable. Don't act like you're too cool for the NBA, dude. You, you watch some dumb shit. You watch some dumb shit. Don't act like the NBA can't hold your attention.
1: Here's the thing, though. I, I, for some reason, it just can't nowadays. I don't know why. I mean, I know what's going on. So I know what's going on. I, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, deaf to it. I know what's happening.
0: How – this Nuggets team is right up your alley. Jokic. Uh, this is – for me personally, the Nuggets, I like, they they always play late. They're always 10-30, West Coast. You never really get a chance to watch them. So this is the most I've watched them, like, games in a row. I love this team. You got Jokic, who is just an all-around stud, throwing behind-the-back passes. What is so hard about a center being a good passer, if you think about it? Why is it that every center, if if you're over seven feet, if you're, like, over, if you're, like, somewhat tall, the rest of your game sucks? It's because you never needed to learn the other, like, skills because you always were tall and were better than everybody. (laughs) But Jokic, for some reason, burst through that, and he, he learned the smart way, like, hey, I might be fat. I might not be the greatest athlete, but I'm tall. If I develop all my other skills, I'm a stud. So basically that's what he did. I mean, that was one hell of a game in game two where he scores 11 unanswered to bring the Nuggets all the way back just to have Anthony Davis just cash one right in Mason Plumlee's face. All-time shot. But anyway, this team, how do you not love this team? You got Jokic, and then you have Jamal Murray, who's just yeah. an absolute flamethrower. Guy just lights it up from everywhere on the court. Buries one right in Kawhi's face, I stares got, right at the bench.
1: I got belittled uh, in the last pod we talked about in the NBA when I said Jamal Murray is like one of the most electric people in the bubble. He is? Yeah. And everyone, was, everyone, no, including yourself and Jacobs, were like, "No, I don't
0: know if you go that far." No, <laughs> he's fucking. You, there's no way you said electric, You probably said he's one of the best. He he might be one of the best. And the thing I love about this team. So I love this story. I've told it a few times already on different uh, platforms. But so they're down three-one to the Utah uh, Jazz, round one, and the night before their their game five, Jamal Murray's in there packing up all of his clothes, packing all of his shit up, and then he kind of like realizes, like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't want to go home. Calls up everybody on the team. They have like a players' meeting. Since then, they've just been gangbusters. Just the most resilient team, maybe in NBA history, coming down, coming back from three-one twice. Think about that, fucking twice.
2: Yeah. And beating
0: Kawhi and the goddamn get the Clippers out of here. I I, I want to hear your thoughts on the Clippers, dude. All we heard about all year was how Kawhi's so fucking good. Kawhi's this, Kawhi's that, dude. Get out. You beat the you beat the Golden State Warriors last year when they were all fucking her. You didn't beat them. You, you're not that good. You it, uh, p- clearly the Raptors are pretty goddamn good without you. So it wasn't like you were some one man band. Like, just I'm sick of Kawhi. I'm Kawhi out until he wins a title again.
1: No, I'm with you. So here's my prediction, and this is what I would like in these. So, dude, you, you talking about it? Like, I'm probably gonna watch the game tonight. I didn't even know there's game tonight. There's a game. There's Celtics a game versus
0: tonight. Heat. Yep, Celtics versus Heat, which is an incredible game as well, especially when you think about what's going on in that.
1: Lakers Nuggets.
0: I believe tonight is Celtics Heat, or am I wrong?
1: You're wrong. It's Lakers Nuggets.
0: Okay, we're recording this on Tuesday at 2:40 yeah.
1: p.m. Yep, Tuesday. It's Nugget uh, game three tonight.
0: It's a must win, pretty much, for the Nuggets.
1: Yeah. Um. So I, the best scenario for the finals would either be Lakers Celtics or Denver Heat. I don't want a Lakers Heat. I don't want a Denver Boston. Those would suck. I want it's either the two the two best or the two worst in it. <laughs>
0: I would argue that the Nuggets are the second-best team alive right now. They just happen to be playing the Lakers, who are the best team by far.
1: I mean, but Lakers-Celtics is, like, a classic matchup. Like, that's something you would want to watch a finals. Like, you'd have Bird in a press box. you have Magic in a press. Like, you'd have a bunch of, like, that ambiance, like, Bird Magic. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yep.
1: But, but I would love that part of it. But, like, I guess, like, Denver-Miami would be also hilarious because it would be like Jimmy Butler and his ragtag group.
0: No one would yeah. watch that. No one would watch it. Don't even act like you would.
1: You, you're a hater on Jimmy Butler, man. I no, love
0: I love Jimmy Butler. Here's the thing. You need the Lakers in the finals. Any way you slice it, dude, you need the Lakers in the finals.
1: Yeah, I don't I, – either way, dude, I mean – LeBron's playing against his old team, and Spolstra. Yeah. that's Spolstra!
0: Remember when Spolstra, people were saying, like, Spolstra should get fired, like, LeBron's year one, like, Pat Riley would, like, stick behind him, like, no, this is our guy, and it turns out Spolstra's, like, one of the best coaches in the NBA. Like, he's putting Brad Stevens in a pretzel right now. He
1: didn't seem like it back then, because he didn't seem like it, but... I know, but he was.
0: And, yeah. and, and uh, one quick uh, note, couple quick notes on that series before we move on to our final thing on today's show. Uh, Marcus Smart, locker room, quote-unquote locker room argument. Uh, throwing chairs, throwing shit, yelling at everybody. Uh, I love what Draymond Green said about it, though. He basically said, like, this is a good thing because bad teams don't argue. Because they flat out, like, don't give a shit. And apparently from Marcus Smart, he says everything's good now and they won. Uh, and the funny thing is, so listen to this from Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward, if you remember at the beginning of the bubble, he's been coming back from injury lately, he said that like if, if uh, his daughter goes into labor and they're still in the bubble, like he's gonna go he's gonna leave the bubble to go to like his child's birth. You I knew mean, that was a lie. You know what that was? That was him saying that so that he didn't have to deal with the uh, bitching that he was probably the bitch fest he was going to get from his wife for the, for the last like two months. You know that he was never going to go to that birth. As long as they were alive, he was. There's zero chance, zero well, fucking you chance. You remember
1: the video that went viral of him, uh, like, oh, like like the gender reveal? Yay! Yay. <laughs> Daddy's
0: always happy.
1: Yeah, I, I, Daddy's always yeah. Uh, <laughs> like he was never. Yeah, I agreed with you, man. He was never going. Uh, he's he's in it to win it. He's back. Did you see all these people like saying that he's like a hero on Twitter? Why? coming back like dude it was a high ankle sprint get over yourself you're back
0: <laughs> i didn't see that i'm not gonna lie
1: well <laughs> like calling him like a hero and all these like weird ass like comments like i can't believe you're back like comeback season like it was a high ankle sprint get over yourself like you're back simple as that you're back and you're gonna beat the heat hopefully well it looks like they're not who knows
0: yeah, who knows if I had to pick between those two I would definitely go with the heat uh, to win uh, but we'll see but all right moving on to our draft this so just to kind of the criteria for this this is this I know I don't know if you did it right I hope you did this has to be songs that came out this summer this yep. can't be a song you discovered in 2010 and you happen to listen to it a lot this summer this is the yep. song of the summer for you uh, so you just go ahead and start it off I'm gonna I'm gonna give the floor to you uh, number five you get first pick.
1: Oh, is this? A, we're doing a draft, correct?
0: Oh yeah, we're doing a draft. So, or not? Yes, draft, draft. So first pick of the draft. Do-do-do-do-do.
1: Okay. Uh, so my number one pick is going to be just because I know that you like this um, I swear. person as well. Uh, I'm going to pick, I'm going to snatch it right
0: underneath <laughs> your nose.
1: swear to God. What's poppin', Jack Harlow?
0: Dude, you don't even, you don't even like that song. You don't even like that I, song.
1: I really do. I actually really do. But uh, since like, you know, I feel like that you like love that song. Um, it's the song of the I, summer.
0: It's the song of the I, summer. No other way to slice I, I will,
1: it. I'll do a little trade with you. I'll give you that and I'll pick another
0: one. No, if you picked it. It's your pick.
1: Okay, sounds good. The, the thing, cool, thing I love about back. that song
0: oh, is it's a rap song that you can hear like everything he's rapping and his yeah. verses are I, I hate to say it they're fire I mean Jack Harlow yeah. seems like kind of a character uh, of sorts but he's he's a hell of a rapper he's got what, one, one hell of a beat saying,
1: uh, you pointed out to me my favorite verse
0: way, which is <laughs> best part is spending money at the club like Sam or uh uh yeah spending money at the club like Sam that's another good one uh, I'll go with my first pick uh, What's Poppin' Remix it's featuring Lil Wayne, uh, Lil Wayne, Tory Lane's and the I Those were my number one and two picks. Both absolute bangers of songs for different reasons. I love What's Poppin' Remix. Lil Wayne's verse is a little bit throwback Lil Wayne where lately his shit has been absolutely terrible. Like he just re-released the Kobe Bryant song and it's terrible. He ruined it. But this was kind of one of Lil Wayne's actually good verses that I'm actually like, okay, this is a damn good song. So I, that's my number two or my first pick is definitely What's Poppin' Remix.
1: Okay, I like that. Whatever, I guess. Copy I me, mean, whatever. Uh, hard to forget Sam Hunt, number two. Whoa, whoa,
0: uh, whoa. It is my pick. It's the oh, Snake shit. Draft. I'm not going to pick that. I'm not going to pick that song. That song sucks. Uh, my number My number two pick, uh, the song Roses, but there's three different versions. There's the regular version by, uh, what the hell is this guy's name? Uh, uh, by St. John. Then there's the future remix, and then there's the I'm-a-Beck remix. All of them good for all different reasons.
1: I don't think I've heard this song. Oh, the I'm-a-Beck. Which one did you say you you, you
0: chose? I'm picking all three of them with one selection.
1: Okay.
0: It's it's not, um, can't do that. Yes, it's the same song. It's all different variations of that song. I mean, same thing with the What's Poppin'. Well, you could have picked it. Sorry, you didn't do it.
1: She just picked three songs in one pick? How the hell does that work? How the
0: hell Sorry, bud. Back to the drawing board in your draft room.
1: All right. Well, okay. My next pick is going to be a combination of
0: Seven Summers and More Than My Hometown, Morgan Wallace. No, you can't do two separate songs. That's how that works. More you Than My Hometown was not my list. You've you got to pick one or the other. You
1: just did three.
0: They were all the same variation of the same song. They're all different variations of the same song. Probably
1: not really song. if it's a new artist on every one of them.
0: <laughs> St. John's on all of them.
1: Oh, get me out of here, man. Get me
0: out of here. Uh, your okay. pick. Right, you got to pick I'm one or 2 pick Seven Summers. Well, you can pick both of them, but it's, your, it's picks number two and three for you.
1: Okay, I'll pick seven. So, okay, second pick, Seven Summers, Morgan Wallen. Third pick, hard to forget, Sam Hunt. Bingo. There you go. Uh, seven Summers is the, I thought, like, for a long time, "Song of the Summer," uh, "White Girl," "Song of the Summer." Um, everyone loves that song. Morgan Wallen is absolutely electric on that song.
0: Um, it's just a great. Song. I love it. Morgan song. Wallen's and, been and, dropping some heat lately. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I. You
1: know, I'm.
0: I. I like that. It's I'm heat. a little. I'm a little sick of the nonstop uh, Morgan Wallen's So hot. Morgan Wallen this. Morgan Wallen that. Every time he drops like any sort of tweet, everyone like. Quotes it in their Instagram story. I'm a little sick of that, but yeah. I can't lie. He's got good, goddamn good songs.
1: Um, best part of the whole song. You want me to sing it? Go ahead. Yeah, bitch, dad so proud. How's the good turned out? Think you really died, bullet. Of a good old boy like me. did I still go drinking same St. Friends on a Friday? Bought a acres, couple roads up the highway. Guess you never saw things my way anyway. Best part right there. That's the best part. Uh best best line in that entire thing. I think I was on the queue here, so. um
0: Wow. Alright, wow. uh well, ironically enough, I'm glad you picked Seven Summers because my number three pick more than my hometown. I yeah. wish I could relate to this song. Like, it's one of those songs where you wish it like was a real like it, w- it happened to you almost. Like, yeah. which is kind of weird yeah. to say, but
1: like, I in what way? Because I feel like it kind of did uh, She's my
0: me a little bit. Your girlfriend kind of moved on from you. That that is true. Went to Michigan. Uh, <laughs> kind of left you your ass behind. Not, not in that sense, but I'm talking more like just just like talk about the
1: hometown. Like some of the stuff is pretty good.
0: Like saying that you love your hometown more than any other girl.
1: Yeah, even though crazy. you don't
0: even live in your hometown. Right
1: now. I know, but I still have one, and yeah, I still enjoy it. It's not like I like hate it. Would
0: you say that you would you will never leave your hometown? It's basically what you're saying.
1: I think I'll end up there
0: later on. place. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So, all right. That's what I did before. I'm not gonna lie. You jacked about four songs off of my draft, so I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants now. All right, I'll throw this out uh, from Juice World's new album. Not necessarily like a your typical like summer banger that you would normally picture, but it is a great song that I love. Uh, Wishing well, Juice World. We laughed about Juice World when he when he died, like kind of how everyone was like all up in arms about Juice World, but then we both kind of ironically fell in love with his music in a way. Yeah, I
1: know. Is, we were we were so totally like against it, and now like I'm all about it, and you are too. It, it are turns well. out that he's
0: actually got a lot of hits. And so I'm all, I'm all for it. So Juice World wishing well. It's kind of weird how he they dropped an album. Uh, like I wonder what what chain of events did they have to go through to make sure that that was like okay. Like did they have to did they clear it through his family? Did they?
1: I don't know. I think
0: that I mean I don't think like that the rap game or
1: the whatever game he was in works that way. I think it's just like I uh, guess what he was supposed to drop this this date and we're still gonna do it. I think that's kind of how goes. No, I got it. No,
0: it was three. unreleased because <laughs> the album is Legends Never Die. It was unreleased stuff. Uh, is what... Um, yeah, maybe.
1: that's wild,
0: man. But, all right, so I got one more pick, correct?
1: Yeah. You all want right. me to do my number four, and then you can do your last? No, nope, uh, because
0: it's my pick, and I don't want you to steal it. All right. I, I'm tempted to go with another Morgan Wallen song, but it, this bar. I'll just throw it out there as not know. Did that song come out this summer? Uh, it was...
1: I think during the quarantine, if not a little bit before. So, yeah, it came out this year.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a pretty good one. I agree with you. Um, I don't know if it
0: would have made my summer list. No, it doesn't make my summer list either. Yeah, go ahead and you throw, I'll I'll give you a free pick. Congrats to you on stealing my slot for my draft where it's kind of thrown me. If this was a draft room right now in my brain, it's You're, like the Cleveland Browns. We draft, are in panic mode right now. Draft day. Draft moment. day. So, your pick. I'm going to um, forfeit the pick to you. I don't know how this
1: one slipped through the cracks. You're going to be like, what the hell? Uh, one margarita, Luke Bryan.
0: No, uh, not one of my favorites. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Not one of my favorites.
1: That, mood, that, that, really, that song gets you in the mood for going to a beach, drinking some tequila, and enjoying life. I love that song. Love it so much. Go ahead.
0: Number four. Oh, you know, I'm starting to realize that because... I don't know if it's because of quarantine. Actually, I just found it. All right, Kip Moore, uh, South. Yeah. Uh, a- absolute banger right there. Uh, it's a country song. Not a lot of, it's, probably, it's more of a deep cut. Not a lot of people probably know that. But it is a good one. I, overall, and so I'll throw that. But overall, let's just have an honest debate here. In your opinion, just in terms of, like, general people, like, what they listen to, what was the song of the summer, in your opinion? Now that it's fall, it's kind of sad, it's a little bit cold out every day. Looking back, what was the song that people are going to remember about 2020 this summer?
1: It's a tough one, dude. Because there really wasn't any... I don't know. Like, I hope you're, like, There, a there wasn't
0: a I Gotta Feel. You know, there wasn't one of those. No,
1: there wasn't. No, there wasn't. There was not one like that. Um, I would say the closest would be, like... I don't know, what, what, what did Paul alone come out with this year?
0: You know, what? I'm starting to realize that I might have missed a big one on my list. Uh, Rockstar, the baby. I mean, yeah, good one. absolute banger. It, it definitely got like? old really quick, but it was a song of the summer for a while.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think I think our lists are pretty good. I would say the one song that comes to mind because it was so big, like when he like released it. I think it was like seven summers.
0: No, I think it, dude. I, if I had to pick like one song that people. And I, I hate this song. Let me be the first to say it. Watermelon Sugar. I, I don't understand yeah, that goddamn song. song. Why people like it? But I think that that seems like a song that has been kind of stayed hot yeah, all summer.
1: You know, either that one, or I would say like as much. Like it, it did get overplayed through the summer, but it was one Margarita. of Brian that did get overplayed. It was on. Uh, it was on the radio all the time. So I, I would say maybe that one. Uh, it was definitely. But anyway, my last pick. My my last pick is going to be Intentions, Justin Bieber. (laughs) That's a good
0: pick. That's a good one. I'll give you that. That's That's a damn good song. It's a radio song, but I like it.
1: I know. um, Let me sing a little bit of that one. Uh, (laughs) Actually, first, I was going to sing a little bit of the South, by the way. Whatever song
0: you sing, I'm going to dub in as the outro right here. So just real quick, I'm going to put it right behind your singing, so you better pick a good one. You decide what that is. But before I do – uh, make sure you subscribe to us and have a podcast. SoundCloud. Uh, stay tuned for a new episode coming out Thursday with a guest. Hopefully, uh, if not, it'll just be me and Balls. Of course, uh, make sure you check out Jo Outfitters. Make sure you check out Scrambled Legs Podcast, and make sure you go grab some grub from Rivals Taphouse and Grill sometime this week. A lot of good food there. Support them because with COVID and all that other I'm stuff, in. a lot of restaurants are struggling. But Yo-Yo Ball, the floor is yours. Uh, send us out, my friend.
1: Don't, 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 don't. Picture perfect, you don't need no filter. Go just make him drop dead, you a killer. He has his hat on backwards. With all my intentions. Yeah, these are my only intentions. Stay in the kitchen cooking up, cook your own bread. Sure,
0: bread, I thought. And he's out. Alright. That's a wrap. Wow. Uh yo-yo ball, or should I say yo-yo beaver? That's a wrap.
2: These are my only intentions. Shout out to your mom and dad for making you Staying in a vision, they did a great job raising you When I create, you're my muse The kind of smile that makes the news Can't nobody throw shade on your name in these streets Triple threat, you a boss, you a babe, you a beast You make it easy to choose You got a mean touch, I can't refuse No, I can't refuse it Picture perfect, you don't need no filter just make them drop dead, you a killer. Shower you with all my attention. Yeah, these are my only intentions. Stay in the kitchen, cooking up, get your own bread. Heart full of equity, you're an asset. Make sure that you don't need no mentions. Yeah, these are my only intentions. Already passed, you don't need no approval. Good everywhere, don't worry about no refusal. Second and none, you got the upper hand now Don't need a sponsor, no, you're the brand now you my rock, my Colorado Got that ring, just like Toronto Love you now, let little more tomorrow That's how I feel, act like you know that you are Picture perfect, you don't need no filter Gorgeous, make them drop dead, you a killer Shower you with all my attention yeah, these are my only intentions. Stay in the kitchen, cooking up, got your own bread. Whip full of equity, or an asset. Make sure that you don't need no mentions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are my only intentions. No cap, no pretending. You don't need mentions. Got them saying goals, they don't wanna be independent. Tell them to mind your business. We in our feelings. It's 50-50%. Attention, we need commitment. We gotta both admit it.